At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast this is betting across america with mike pritchard and josh applebaum the Sports Betting Network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live out here in Las Vegas. Your other host live on East Coast is Josh Applebaum out in Boston. What's going on, Josh? Pritch, happy Thursday, my man. Big day ahead. One of our favorite days, Gamble. And Lou joins the show, so we'll get yeah. his thoughts on everything across the sports betting market. But I'm really interested in some of his plays here this weekend in the UFC. But, Pritch, I, we got to start the show by giving some credit to the Utah Valley <laughs> Wolverines, <laughs> my man. Right. Coming up, coming up, absolutely huge for the team. This is a play that we had some fun with yesterday and ended up cashing, which is even better. But the whole premise here is, uh, Pritch, when you're looking at a board, you're going through all the games, obviously, you know, the Texas Tech games, the, the Duke, the Kentucky games, those are going to be really, really heavily bet. It's these off-the-radar, low-bet games that the public wants nothing to do with, but Sharps have hit. And really, to me, that, that really is something to look at because line moves uh, are important. To me, line moves are important across uh, any sport, across any game. But really, it's these really small, small games where line moves are meaningful because we joked, no one wakes up and says, I got to bet Utah Valley, Tarleton State. But yet the yet the wise guys did. This game opened Utah Valley minus one, got up to minus two, then end up rolling. So the one I like tonight, Pritch, kind of in the same vein here, a really low, obscure game that no one's thinking about or talking about, but the pros have gotten down on. Southern Miss, little conference USA action, Pritch. UTSA is at Southern Miss tonight. Both these teams are terrible. Uh, eight and eighteen UTSA, six and eighteen Southern Miss. But it's a really low bet. But we've seen a line move towards Southern Miss. They open around minus one at home. They're up to minus two at a lot of shops. And really, what you're banking on here: better shooting team, forty-three percent versus forty uh, versus thirty-nine percent. And UTSA is zero and ten on the road this year. So, Pritch, our hopefully Utah Valley uh, round two tonight. <laughs> yeah. Southern Miss, give me Southern Miss on the money line. Hey, we'll take the cash. Uh, like Adam Burke said, uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, cashing a big ticket on like the popular team or Utah Valley, uh, Tarleton State. Now, they don't have a logo. They don't have a mascot, do they? They're, they're, the, they're the basketball <laughs> team. I guess that's where we're going with. Where is Tarleton State, by the way? Oh, is it Texas? Texas? I don't know. Okay. I, I think okay. so. I could be wrong, but yeah, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you, you make a great point, though. Um, and, and so if you can track some sharp movement and get a play on a, a lower bet situation, take some time to study, take some time to look for those kind of plays. Cause like, like Adam Burke said, I mean, you're still going to be able to catch those tickets. 
Yeah, and it's really important, uh, Pritch, because, again, you know, we all want to bet what's on ESPN or what's mm-hmm. nationally televised or you go to a bar or a pub or a restaurant, <laughs> what's on the TV. <laughs> right. That's what people want to bet on, exactly. But you're not going to find this game nope. anywhere. In fact, I, I found out, I think it was CBS Sports Network, and I'm like, I don't even get that channel. So I uh, couldn't even really watch the game. But uh, all jokes aside, these little small games are still meaningful. If you cash a bet on Kentucky or Baylor or Gonzaga, it pays the same amount of money as cashing a bet on uh, on Utah Valley. So, again, that's a takeaway don't just flock to these popular games you have a huge board we're heating up with college basketball look for these niche market moves to me they're not gonna win every time but obviously with with, uh, utah valley it really made us happy last night something about sweating a bet that you can't even watch uh i mean what's (laughs) what's the entertainment value there josh applebaum (laughs) oh it's it's rough brett yeah you got to just keep refreshing your app and just hope for the best yeah absolutely let's get to some nfl news uh the rams had their victory parade uh, not a huge turnout for L.A., <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Aaron Donald talked about why not run it back. So, I guess squashing retirement rumors. John McVay, we'll see about that situation as well. Josh, you, you know, the Rams, they were a fourth seed. Uh, I don't know how feasible it is for them to run it back, though, uh, coming up uh, later this year. Yeah, so obviously you got a bunch of players who, again, talked about retirement. McVay, that was surprising. He talked about wanting to have more of a work-life balance here, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. But what are you, only 36 years old? You already got a ring? I mean, I'd start chasing Belichick at this point. Uh, You've already got one. You know, you you, you can coach all throughout your your 40s, your 50s. So uh, is there a burnout at at play here? Donald obviously hinted at retirement. Pritch, I'll defer to you here, but is it really you're thinking about retirement or is it, hey, give me some more money. I just won the (laughs) Super Bowl. Is there kind of an under-the-table thing like, I'll hint at this so that you pay me more. I'm not, I'm not, you know, besmirching any of these guys character, but a lot of times with, with athletes, that could be part of it. But you do look at, you know, running it back here again, what are they Pritch? Uh, 11 to one, 10 to one, something like that. We do have the chiefs uh, and the, uh, and the bills as favorites here. Jimmy Vaccaro at the South point took a huge bet an early bet here on the Buffalo bills at plus 800. I think 20 K would bring back like 200,000. So early move to Buffalo, but Pritch, I'll ask you, Super Bowl hangover, uh, obviously if you win, the hangover doesn't feel as bad, but it's really tough to repeat. Can this team do it again? What do you think, Pritch? I I don't know. I I mean, I know they got to free up some cap space. And what you alluded to with Aaron Donald, yeah, that's a negotiation ploy. uh, Because we've now left the regular season or the football season, and we've entered the business season. Uh, And as athletes, this is all about business. So if you can create leverage for yourself, then you try to do that. Uh, And certainly I, I think Donald is doing that. We just saw Harbaugh do that with Michigan, get an extension, right? Flirting with the National Football League. So, you know, people look at loyalty and stuff like that, but they they completely forget about that this is a business. Now, the business of football, it doesn't look likely that the Rams can repeat, uh, not only on the field, but from the business standpoint. Uh, You know, they're going to have to go all in again, all in every single year. And at some point, uh, how are you going to manage the cap situation? Last team, the last franchise to go back-to-back, was your New England Patriots, right? Uh, but they had a guy with a, a team-friendly deal and Tom Brady at contract at quarterback to keep position. So now you got all these guys that want to run it back, but they want more money too. So I don't know how the Rams are going to manage that. Yeah, so I'm wondering, you know, do you trade one of these guys? I think sometimes anytime you're up against the cap, and obviously, you know, the, the cap, there's a conversation with the cap, like how important is it? Are there ways there? Uh, Belichick once said there, there are more. there's more than one way to finagle mm-hmm. the cap. So I think, you know, it's, if you really want to get a player – 
in Pritch, maybe you can speak on that. Yeah. Like there are different mechanisms you can defer money. So uh, is it really going to have them, you know, we'll have to cut one of these big players. I don't know, but uh, obviously I think you're going to try to retool and also compensatory picks. Like mm -hmm. if Von Miller goes somewhere or one of your free agents gets signed, you could really use some of these draft picks. Obviously, you know, less need wore a shirt that who cares about draft picks. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I didn't say uh, that, but I think you got to retool. Pritch. I think right. it is important. Yeah. I mean, it's called caponomics, uh, <laughs> Josh Applebaum. Yeah. I mean, it's a soft cap. So certainly, uh, you have to be under a number by a certain date, but we all know, I mean, you spend over the cap, but how you structure contracts, uh, just making sure that you're under the cap number or certainly have the cap space to do things like that. Uh, we'll see if the Rams can figure that out, though. It'd be interesting. I, I do want to get to this Carson Wentz situation uh, because, you know, Carson Wentz, all these rumors about him, uh, perhaps the Colts are going to release him. You know, Chris Mortensen had a report. He's due to make $22 million guaranteed, um, plus a $6.29 million signing bonus if on the roster by March 18th. Obviously, he hasn't paid dividends for the Colts. They traded a, a third-round pick and a, a 2022 first-round pick to the Eagles. And, and so they didn't even make the playoffs, right? And, and Carson Wentz, he's not that guy to me. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's just not a franchise quarterback. So you've overpaid. You gave up too much, and now a situation which has Ursay all over this one. Uh, I don't know what the Colts can do, though. You know, it, they're going to have to eat money if they do trade them because I don't know why another team would pick up that contract, to be honest with you, Josh. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here with the Colts and Carson Wentz? Yeah, so obviously you're disappointed kind of the way this thing went. I think if you're Philadelphia, you're laughing to the draft, laughing to the bank right now because you have these multiple first-round picks. And obviously, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, not the same Carson Wentz from, you know, that year that he was going to win the MVP and got hurt. Uh, but also I'd look maybe a restructure. So here's the thing, Pritch. Like, uh, are you just going to jettison him and then maybe rely on Eason or uh, or Ellinger? Obviously, you know, at the early offset of this year, you're talking about how that Carson Wentz injury, there were odds that Eason would start, mm -hmm. you know, early in the season. So are you confident in them? I also think, you know, again, at one point, Carson Wentz's stats were really good. I want to say, like, you know, a little more than midway through the year, he had, like, 17 touchdowns and one interception or two he picks. He throw it that much. But obviously, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. doesn't throw it that much. Your running game you lean on. So uh, I would say, on the one hand, maybe year two you build and you get a little bit better. But also with Ursa, we know that he's kind of an emotional guy. And if he's done with a guy, it's almost like you're dead to me and let's move on. But, uh, again, are, do you have any trade partners? Can you restructure his deal? Give him a little haircut and, you know, pay, uh, you know, get a little less, maybe defer some money. That could make sense. Uh, but I think if you're relying on Carson Wentz to winning the Super Bowl, we know that that's probably un very unlikely to happen. It's when you have a good running game and a good defense and he doesn't have to be the best player that that to me is when you get the best out of him. But uh, we'll see Pritch again, you know, with Wentz, uh, you're always waiting for that one interception or one fumble or mm -hmm. one bad play. And obviously down the stretch there, that this is a team that was looking good for the playoffs. And then you don't even make it. Yeah. I don't know if the Colts want to wait for that, to be honest with you, Josh, because it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're Ursay, this is a guy that cut Peyton Manning. Now, granted four <laughs> neck surgeries. Uh, I get that. But then Peyton Manning goes on and wins another Super Bowl. Actually appears in two Super Bowls, could have appeared in three Super Bowls uh, with the new team. Uh, that being the Denver Broncos. How about the next year's MVP odds are out uh, it's a quarterback award. We know that, right, Josh? I mean, I don't know if you go off the board for any other position, even though you got Derrick Henry up there. Cooper Cup's going to get some run or some mention. But this predominantly is a quarterback award, in my opinion. 
Oh, definitely, Pritch. And again, you know, this has kind of an award where uh, we saw, and I think a teachable moment from this year is don't bet these awards too early. Yes, you can get a great number, but on the flip side, what if you get a great number on Tom Brady and he's your favorite much of the year, mm-hmm. and then Aaron Rodgers turns it on and, and wins it late. So I like the late movement with a lot of these awards. But uh, again, did we re- really expect the, uh, the Bengals to go as far as they did or Joe Burrow to have the great year. I think they're a little bit early and that was unexpected. So let's look at maybe a quarterback who could kind of fit that, that mold there with Burrow, obviously Burrow at 12 to one could be intriguing. I'm thinking about Justin Herbert, Pritch, 14 to one. Uh, this is a player who's gotten better every single year. You're now going year two with Staley. Maybe you improve uh, through the draft or through free agency, get him another weapon. I know Mike Williams is a free agent here, but that one intrigues me. Uh, and again, you know, what do we see with Mahomes, Rogers, Allen? Those are all low numbers there, but obviously those are your favorites to win the award. So Pritch, Herbert kind of intrigues me. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing I love too much. Any names on there for you that you think could be worth it? Um, I looked at Herbert. Uh, I, I looked at uh, Dak Prescott too, because I don't know who's going to come out of the NFC, to be honest with you, if Aaron Rodgers moves. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be without his offense coordinator. Uh, certainly he's got the play caller and LeFleur. And then Patrick Mahomes could be without his offensive coordinator. Uh, some news about Eric Bieniemy. Uh, maybe we can get to that uh, a little bit later on in the show. VSIN has a great new offer that only can be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th. For only $29, as 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, and so much more. The deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out. Visit vcin.com slash madness to sign up today. $29 for that deal right there. Come up next on the program, Lou Finicaro, Point Spread Weekly Contributor. We get to some UFC and also his thoughts on the National Football League. This next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Betty Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. You're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, Please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. And pleasure to bring on to the program Lou Finicaro, VSIN MMA analyst, Point Spread Weekly contributor, host of Bout Business Podcast. Lou, how are you? Doing great. Uh, always super to visit with you guys. Another Wednesday, but 
no football. So, you know, we're going to start to put those elbows up, getting ready for hockey. And, of course, there's always the UFC. Elbows up, guards up, too. Chin tucked as well, too. Right, Lou? Uh, I mean, yes, sir. <laughs> gotta, gotta get ready. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, on the heels of the Super Bowl, I, I, Josh did phenomenal. Uh, I had a good and a decent showing as well. How did you do with the Super Bowl and your thoughts on the game? I know you were on the over. You had an over situation. I was rooting for the overtime and the over as well. Yeah, the my experiment going over 47 and a half was a Led Zeppelin. And uh, that's why, really, I had a handful of things. I don't really look to try and uh, make the Super Bowl anything other than a lot of fun. I had Tails also as a loser. However, I was very scientific and continued to bet the final score being odd. That one came in, along with the two player props, over for the wide receiver Boyd, which was a pretty easy hit and under for Cooper Cup, which was also a pretty easy hit. All in all, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, now we turn the page and get ready for future endeavors and next year's football campaign. Lou, it's great to see you. Great to talk to you. And of course, you know, as betters, we're starting this kind of transition period where football's over. And where do you go from here? Obviously, NBA last night before the break. Uh, March Madness is right around the corner. But Lou, I I've respected you as, as a better of all sports, but especially hockey. So let's talk some hockey right now. Uh, I know there's one team in particular you're looking at as a, probably a futures price, maybe. Uh, but maybe your just general perception of or kind of your breakdown and your blueprint of how do you bet hockey? Any tips you want to give the listeners and the viewers and maybe a futures bet that you're looking at? the NHL. Right. Well, first of all, Josh, what, what should be understood is that I don't play any form of basketball. So there's there's nothing active for me at this point outside the UFC that allows me to both rest my mind a little from point spreads from football for four months as well, begin to prepare, prepare for the NHL postseason. And the reason that I delve in the postseason only, not the regular season, is because they're so dynamically different. I mean, if, if you want to watch regular season hockey, you can turn on the Olympics and see ice dancing because in postseason hockey, there is no three on three. We're not going to sit around and hold hands and sing Kumbaya. And when somebody loses in overtime, they get a point. All that Mickey Mouse goes away. We play big boy hockey in the postseason and the game changes. Whereas teams like Colorado and Toronto tiptoers, precision passing, lightning speed. They jet all over the ice. They excel in the regular season. Those teams have a harder time in the postseason because they don't play heavy enough. Sometimes they aren't physical enough. And teams that have success in the postseason, at least the way I handicap and approach it, are teams that play first from the goal, then the blue line, and if they can score a goal, that's great. But I don't look for goal scoring as any kind of a major component in the team that I'm looking to pick. All that being said, I want to release for the West, which is the Campbell Conference, as well as a price on the cup, the Calgary Flames. The Flames are a team locked in the West. 
that in the West tends to be a little less physical. They can be a little more high-flying and fast. I mean, you take Vegas and St. Louis out, and you have Edmonton, you have Colorado, and you have some precise, fast teams. But Calgary, they've got a really good netminder. They have the lowest goal against average in the NHL right now with uh, Carolina. They have a coach in Daryl Suter that led the Kings to the Cup for many years, a decade or two ago. The components are all there for Calgary. The, their odds to win the Campbell Conference, 10 to 1. Their odds to win the Stanley Cup, 20 to 24 to 1, wherever you're shopping. That's a team that I moved on just the other day and I'll be happy to share it with the listeners. Well, we love this information. Uh, Lou Finicaro, Points Red Weekly contributor, uh, About Business uh, podcast host, uh, VSIN MMA analyst as well. So let's get to some MMA. Uh, Lou, you know, the card last week, uh, you know, spectacular really, uh, but it was late uh, right before the Super Bowl. So you wonder from a betting standpoint, uh, how to get involved that way. Moving forward, we're going to have UFC events. Uh, now, the one coming up uh, this weekend, uh, a lot of the card has been canceled. Uh, so your approach to the week grind, the weekly grind when it comes to betting the UFC. Well, Mike, it's not really a whole lot different than if you're playing hoops or if we project ourselves to October dealing with COVID. Uh, really, that's about the only issue anymore, COVID, that can really come and thwart a fight. Late injury affected a couple of fights ahead of us. And in this one, we've had some reshuffling. The main event, Fiziv against Dos Anjos, had to be moved to another event for visa issues. Issues. Now we get a new main event. And so the handicapper has to be on his toes, has to understand that this is what's going to happen. And uh, in my opinion, uh, the quicker that I can accept the changes that are occurring and uh, incorporate them immediately into my DNA, the quicker I can find advantage in the handicap. Well, Lou, specifically a couple of these uh, main event, co-main event, it's kind of similar in terms of you have one kind of big favorite in both fights. So uh, looking at Dalkus and Pickett, Dalkus is around minus 260 in this matchup. Uh, for the main event, Johnny Walker and Hill, Hill's around minus 250. So when you see these big lines in the main event, co-main event, uh, is it worthy of a money line play on the favorite? Do you look at a bite at the dog? Do you look at method of win? Uh, also, one thing I noticed, Lou, is that both of these totals, the two and a half with Dalkus and Pickett and the one and a half for Hill and Walker, both really juiced up to the over. So any thoughts on these two big main events with both uh, two big favorites in both matches? Um, I really take each fight on an individual basis in the Daukas picket fight. Uh, you got a guy in picket that was knocked out by a kid that fights out of Beverly Hills that I hardly regard as a legitimate UFC fighter, even though he won his last fight. Daukas, a wrestling-based fighter uh, who's the brother of the uh, of a heavyweight fighter, uh, Daukas. Uh, Daukas has more ways to win. He's a truer mixed martial artist, and I think if he gets Pinkett to the ground, he will earn his to minus 260 price tag or whatever favorite he is, I regard him as a legitimate favorite in that price range. In the main event, Hill against Walker, it's a little bit different. Now, neither of these guys have even attempted a takedown, let alone are going to try it on each other. This is going to be a stand-up fight. It's going to be a war. Hill comes from the streets of Chicago. He's mean. He's going to bite down on his mouthpiece. He's going to try and knock Walker out. 
Walker, meanwhile, has had some struggles. He's a flamboyant, flashy, kicking elbow, wild and crazy, expressive fighter. But as they tried to groom him to compete against better competition, they took some of that expression away from him and stripped him down. So what kind of walker are we going to see? Is he going to come right out and attack Hill, or is he going to be cautious? Uh, I tend to think that this fight, I do like Hill, and I think Hill should be a favorite, 160, 180. But there's experience and level of competition that Walker's faced that you can't ignore besides the fact if he's two inches taller, has a two-inch reach advantage, and that equates to advantage in a stand-up fight. So in the in the main event, guys, I think it's a closer fight than what the odds are indicating. Got about a minute left, Lou. Uh, any prelims standing out to you? Because sometimes you can find some uh, attractive bouts in the prelims as well. There is an attractive bout in the prelims. I wrote about it in Point Spread Weekly. Gabriel Benitez against a young man named Onama, fighting out of Glory MMA. Onama, this is his second fight. They're fighting at 145. In Onama's first fight, the debut in the UFC, he took on a killer named Mason Jones from Wales at 155 in short notice and fought him to a very, very close decision. In that loss, my my. Uh, antennae went up, and I knew that the next fight, depending on who Onama's faced with, he was going to be a buy. And they give him a guy that's 36, that's going to stand with him. He's got more experience, and he's been in with better, but I think he's on the other side of his career. And I look for Onama, minus 140 to minus 150 to close much higher than that. All right. We'll look for you on Twitter as well, Luke, at Gam Lou on Twitter. Again, VSIN MMA analyst, Point Spread Weekly contributor, the great Lou Finnecaro. Thanks a lot for your time, Lou. That was awesome. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to you as well. Josh, back to the association we go uh, with some more player awards right before this all-star break. We'll get to that coming up next. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups, no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, winter green, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. This warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host across America, out in Boston, is Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, we got these player awards, or in this case, we're going to start with uh, Coach of the Year awards. Safe to say that Tibbs is not going to win it this year like he did last year based on that collapse that happened last night. 
Yeah, I mean, seriously, by the way, what a great cover there. We were talking about the Nets there with Adam Burke, and we were talking about that as kind of a a bylaw opportunity Mm -hmm. with a bunch of their stars out. Terrible claps, obviously, but yeah, I don't think Tibbs, it's not in the cards this year, Pritch, but we do have some interesting numbers here to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start. I mean, Monty Williams leads the way, minus 185. I mean, the best team in the association right now. Interesting about Bickerstaff, though, plus 350. Uh, Also, Taylor Jenkins. I mean, look at Billy Donovan. Uh, leaves OKC, gets to Chicago, has a player like DeRozan, and okay, he's a plus 800 now for coach of the year. Uh, Spolstra, maybe some value there, Josh? What do you think in 12 to 1? Yes, Bolster could have some value. Obviously, what he's done with this team, obviously going through some injuries and kind of keeping them afloat and really being, you know, at, uh, right at the top there of the Eastern Conference. But Pritch, I think this conversation starts with Monty Williams. I actually mm-hmm. think this number is a little height, a little, uh, a little um, kind of short on Monty Williams. I could see him being more of a favorite. I like the value here at a minus 185. Number one, just in terms of the betting data. Uh, latest de- a batch of data we got from BetMGM, Monty Williams, who opened at 12 to one and is now minus 185. So that does go to show if you bet these things early and and get it right, you can get some great closing line value. He's getting 18% of tickets. So he's getting the most tickets across the market, but he's taking in 35% of the handle. So that's a really good low bets, higher dollar split. It tells me the bigger wagers here are on Monty Williams. And I think this is kind of a, an award that Monty Williams is deserving of, Pritch. We talk quite a bit about, you know, across all different sports. You get to the championship game, you get to the Super Bowl, you lose. What a hangover that is. What a, hey, you go to the mountaintop. How do you get, go back to square one and climb that mountaintop again? It's really difficult. But look at what the Suns have done this year, Pridge. They're not just the best record in the NBA. It's kind of the best record by far. They're six and a half games above the Warriors here. You're 48 and 10. I mean, this is like the 96 Bulls. You're not going to break their record, but you're really in that territory. And I think when you are the coach of the best team in the league and you, you could have had that excuse of, hey, hang over here after the NBA finals and you lose. This is really kind of an award that you respect the record of the team. And also with Monty Williams, you know, DeAndre Ayton has credited him with kind of making him a better player. Remember Monty Williams, they lose in the finals and he goes over to the locker room of Giannis and congratulates them. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, that's a pretty cool thing that he did. So I'm rooting for Monty Williams here. I think the 185 is a little bit short. The only other player, the only other coach that kind of intrigues me would be Bickerstaff there with the Cavs because no one expected the Cavs to be as good as they are. And they've really, really uh, kind of gone way above expectations. But to me, Pritch, best record, best team by far, a coach who probably has a lot of respect of the uh, of the uh, the voters here. Give me Monty Williams, minus 185. All right. Uh, chalky right there, Josh Applebaum. But the thing is, <laughs> before the All-Star break, for sure, we know the NBA season is going to change as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, too. What about Steve Kerr, 18-1, when Draymond gets back? Uh, Wiseman working five-on-five. Five. I, I mean, we haven't seen the fully intact Warriors yet. Now they're six-and-a-half back, but when they are fully intact, what about Kerr at 18-1? to one? Yeah, Kerr's intriguing 18 to 1 just based on the number. But if you look at where he opened, he actually opened 11 to 1. So now at mm-hmm. 18 to 1, you can say, hey, we're getting a much better number. But it's also because, you know, these other coaches have kind of passed Kerr by. Uh, you're looking at his, his bets in dollars. Kerr's getting 11.6% of bets, 11.2% of money. So kind of even there in terms of bets in dollars. Obviously, you are on, you know, the second best team in, in the NBA right now, 42 and 17 with the Warriors. But I wonder if, you know, Kerr. Uh, if they hold it against him, like, yeah, you had all your guys hurt and no good players last year and you were terrible. Now you get Curry healthy. You bring back Clay Thompson. Uh, Poole has emerged. Some of these other players as well. I wonder if they just say, wow, like, obviously they're good because all these uh, injured guys are back. Do they hold that against him? I don't know. But I still think, uh, again, you know, the value is 18 to 1, pretty good. But to me, the fact that the number is getting worse tells you that, uh, again, maybe he's re- not really trending in the right direction. See, that's what gets tricky about these awards, though, because they didn't hold. I mean, 
I guess that helped Vrabel and the National Football League, the fact that his players got injured. And therefore, he was the number one seed, right? You got Steve Kerr. Yeah, he's six and a half back, but a fantastic season so far without uh, the superstars, the, the fully intact group uh, that we're accustomed to with the Warriors. It gets intriguing to me about where voters could go. Doc Rivers at 50 to 1. I don't know if the Embiid Harden thing can be that spectacular for this guy to make a rise either, though. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one, Pritch. And again, we're going to have to see how this thing goes yeah. throughout the second half of the season. But I would say, even though the Celtics had a terrible loss, this is why the Celtics just frustrate me, Pritch. You're at what? A 12-point favorite <laughs> last coming. night against Detroit. Bet. I had to put I had to put this in, but yeah. you, you've won nine straight uh, with a layup there before the break and you lose outright. So uh, just as I'm, you know, turning the corner and giving the Celtics all their props, then they start, then they lose that one last night. But overall, Ime Udoka. Pritch, he's 100 to 1 right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. That seems to me, is he going to win it? Probably not. But the Celtics are what? I think 16 and 4, their last 20 games. If they continue this into the second half, Jalen Brown missed the All Star game, so he'll be ready to go. That could be a speculative bet. He's only getting 4% of tickets, 4% of money. Uh, I like the number. Does he win? Probably not, but I think that number is way too high. Yeah, back to back situation. Uh, great performance uh, with, with Brown and Tatum. Uh, against the 76ers, okay, then you got Detroit. I, I should have bet that one. I, I meant, We mentioned it, but I should have <laughs> bet it. Uh, okay, odds to win rookie of the year. You got Evan Mobley, spectacular. I mean, minus 375. I'm thinking you're going chalk here on this one. Uh, Scotty Barnes <laughs> at plus 750 uh, as well. What do you think? Kate Cunningham, uh, plus 900 on the board. So I'm definitely not going Cunningham. I'm, yeah. you know, long-term Cunningham is my guy, yeah. but uh, he's been injured a bit this year. Obviously, he's on a really bad team. You look at his bets and dollars; it's really kind of a public play. He's getting 40% of tickets, by far the most popular bet, but he's only taking in 29% of money. So it tells me that's just a, hey, this kid was great at OK State. He was the number one pick. Let me throw five bucks on him. My play here is Evan Mobley. It is Chalky Pritch, and again, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, I got to pinch myself. I'm on all this chalk here, but I like the <laughs> bet versus dollar split. Mobley's only getting 15% of bets, but 37% of the money. That is a really, really good discrepancy. He opened plus 800. Now he's minus 375, and look what he's doing as a rookie. Mm -hmm. 15 points a game, eight rebounds a game, couple assists a game. He's playing great defense, and he's playing on a team that, again, with the Cavs, they've already cashed their over win total. No one expected them to be this good this early. So, again, kind of going back to that Trevor Lawrence of, hey, he's minus 300. You can't bet him, but you close your eyes and, and open him again, and now he's minus 2,000. Mobley minus 375, that number could creep up even higher. His really only big competition there would be Scotty Barnes, who's been great for Toronto. But I like Mobley at that number. I think it's a fair price. All right. Our producer, Ben Wilson, is eager to hear you uh, break down this next game uh, in association. is the Sixers and the Bucks. Uh, now, Embiid did not play well. I, I think, obviously, they're out of sync. They're, they're, they've lost a, a shooter that was uh, helping out the 76ers and certainly helping out Embiid. They don't have Harden yet until after the break. Uh, and, and that game against Boston, the, the 76ers was just out of sync. Uh, couldn't hit anything. Uh, but now you take on the Bucks. I'm assuming there's going to be some motivation there. Now, the Bucks, you know, Giannis coming off 50. Uh, and they're laying six at home, 223, right before the break. Uh, you're going to get that effort that I think a lot of people are anticipating in this game. 
Yeah, this was a no play for me, Pritch, but if you're making me have a lean for you, I would lean Bucks in this one. You mm-hmm. know, you're kind of looking at a not very lopsided play. Remember, just kind of the flashy nature of the Sixers, Embiid, making this big trade for Harden, even though he's not playing. Uh, you've seen kind of a split ticket count, but the line is going to the Bucks. We're showing six on our screen, but I saw some books uh, open at six, and now they're up to six and a half. So the line is moving a little bit here toward Milwaukee. And I just think with Philadelphia, like, what's their motivation? They're kind of waiting on Harden. Uh, obviously, we saw against the Celtics, that shorthanded team what they did at home uh, as a, as a very, uh, you know, kind of short dog situation. I think Milwaukee's been here, done that. Yeah. They're going to send a bunch of guys to the all-star game, but I would rather lay the points than take them with, with the Sixers. And what's intriguing to me, Pritch too, is the total hasn't moved at all. 223 really, you know, you have public betting over. It hasn't moved an inch here. And actually I see some shops juiced up a little bit to the under. So I'll lean bucks in this spot. But Pritch, as we get into the all-star break, I don't really want to bet too much NBA tonight. I think the value is NHL and college basketball tonight. And with all these different factors going into the break, it's just kind of hard to know what you're going to get out of these teams tonight. Okay, there's a spot, though, with, with the Nets after that comeback uh, mm-hmm. against the Knicks. I mean, they take on the Wizards. The Wizards can score. They got a couple players that can score. Uh, so no, no play in the NBA, uh, even with that situation with the Nets. So that one, I was kind of intrigued by the under, but I think the lines moved too much. Yeah. You know, that opened 219. It's now down to 215. It's hard to bet the under now at this point. Yeah, if it's yeah. a, you know, 105, 100 game, you'll say it doesn't matter. But if it lands 216, then, hey, that's a tough spot. My only play tonight, Pritch, I did make a bet on the Houston Rockets over. Uh, a lot of over money there, 226, and bet up to around 228. Really fast pace, really bad defense. I look for a lot of points there. All right, well, let's get to college hoops. Uh, because uh, there, there are a ton of games, to be honest with you, but some good games uh, to break down, uh, perhaps to win some tickets. Utah Valley, the whack. I don't know if we're going to go back there or not, Josh. Uh, college Hoops <laughs> come up next right here on BSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All the action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSENT1000 and your first wager is risk. 
risk-free up to $1,000. Instantly get access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. Plus, earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts Nationwide. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VSEN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. Uh, so, Josh, let's get to the other Wolverines. Not Utah Valley, <laughs> but the other, the Michigan Wolverines. They're the other Wolverines now, based on that ticket. Uh, so, Bracketology has Michigan first four out right now. This is an Elite Eight team from last year. Uh, perhaps the first four out. Uh, motivation, obviously, is there for Michigan against Iowa. Uh, on the board right now, we got Iowa laying five. 149 uh, is the total. Certainly, if you've been watching Iowa, you've been able to cash tickets to that over and a number of uh, games here lately. I want to say 10, seven of the last 10 uh, cash to the over for Iowa. What do you think? Yeah, Pritch, I would look a little bit toward Michigan here. I didn't have a play on this game. I'd go Michigan in the points or nothing, though. I mean, kind of what you're seeing from the the line movement, public play to Iowa. Obviously, Iowa's got a great record. They score a lot of points. They've won three straight. Uh, Michigan's had a really disappointing year, the 13 and 10 after, uh, you know, having a really deep run there in the tournament. And what you've seen is the line going to Michigan. A lot of these books open a six point favorite for Iowa. The line's now down to five. I see some shops, Pritch, down to four and a half. So this is kind of a classic reverse line move, conference dog on the road, public on the Hawkeyes, yet line going to the Wolverines. Now, Ken Palm has Iowa winning by six. So at mm -hmm. this point, you know, if you wanted to buy low on Iowa, I would understand, but I don't want to kind of go against this sharp movement going toward Michigan. And I think with Michigan, they're Jekyll and Hyde Pritch. You dismiss them and think they're bad, but just a couple of games ago, they beat Purdue outright. They beat, they crushed them 82 to 58. You're a three and a half point dog at home in that one. So they kind of have it in them. Uh, and it's also kind of a bad ATS, good ATS play. You know, Michigan's been bad. They, they're nine and 14 against the spread. So anyone who's bet them has, has lost money and it was bet against them has made money. So there's kind of this psychological bias of I'd want to fade Michigan here. You look at Iowa, they're 14 and 10 against the spread. So if anyone who's bet Iowa, they want to play them again because they've cashed some numbers. But uh, oftentimes it's really buying low on the bad ATS team against the overvalued good ATS team that I like to look here. So I'll grab the points with Michigan. It's not my favorite play of the night, but the line is going in their favor. And again, Iowa is kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Sometimes you don't know where you're going to get out of them. I'll take the points of the Wolverines. All right. So the sharp movement's moving towards Michigan in this one. Is that purely on motivation like we spoke of? I mean, uh, when you think about bracketology at this point, I mean, it's bracketology, but, uh, I, you know, the matchup, you, you think about it, the matchup Michigan, uh, you know, Iowa wants to shoot that ball from the outside, certainly. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's a great matchup. Uh, second time around, first time around, really, when you think about this, uh, these two teams. Yeah, and again, you kind of look back toward, uh, you know, what their offense defense looks like, too. Obviously, with Iowa, really high-scoring team, 84 points a game. The edge, to me, would be Michigan. I think if you keep this thing, like the total in this one is 149. Mm -hmm. So we did see this tick down a little bit. 151 was the opener, down to 149 and a half, 149. If you think correlative betting, that's kind of good for a dog. The fewer amount of expected you know, point scored makes it a little bit harder for that favorite to cover. If the if the total was rising, you know, 151 up to, you know, 153, then that would mean maybe 
maybe Iowa blows doors and just kind of rolls there and covers the number. So the fact that the total is dropping, the fact the line's going to Michigan, yeah. dog and under kind of makes sense to me. So that's maybe a feather in your cap if you wanted to uh, to sweat Michigan here. Okay, yeah, because we don't have the advantage of a, a previous matchup. I mean, this is the first time they're, they're meeting each other uh, this year. Okay, how about Wichita State? Cincinnati tight line here is Cincinnati minus two and a half 135 uh, and a half is the total uh, your thoughts on this game yeah Pritch I like Cincinnati in here I'm going to sweat the Bearcats in this one kind of what jumped out to me is uh, a situation with Cincinnati number one line movement they open around a minus one minus or one and a half two point favorite here they've now been bet up to two and a half I even see some shops going to three now at this point and it does look like a buy low opportunity because uh, Wichita State, uh, they've won three of their last four. Cincinnati has lost three of their last four. So why is the line moving toward the team who isn't playing as well recently? Kind of tells me respected money is hitting Cincinnati here. So I'd like to buy low on Cincinnati after a couple losses. Ken Palm's got him by three. Our buddy Greg Hoops has him by four and a half. So Greg's a little more bullish on that one. You're really banking on a couple of things, Pritch. Uh, home road splits. Cincinnati's 11 and four at home this year. You look at Wichita State, only two and three on the road. Also slight edges here in rebounding, field goal percentage, uh, offensive output as well. So I'll go money line in this spot. I know it's a little high, minus 145. But in these tight numbers, I just want to say, hey, let's win the game. I'll pay a little more juice here. I'm on Cincinnati money line here, Pritch. All right. And then, again, I mentioned going into the break, I don't believe you're back in the whack. Uh, but <laughs> you do have a play with South Florida. Explain. Uh, I do have a place out for the Pritch. So this one is kind of really intriguing to me because it's, it's two really bad teams or uh, at least in particular with South Florida, they're seven and 17. So let me ask you this, Pritch, mm -hmm. South Florida is seven and 17 East Carolina is 12 and 12. Why on earth is a seven and 17 team say that 10 times fast, a seven and 17 <laughs> team favored over a 500 team, 12 and 12. That makes no sense. The public is all over ECU. Even record, South Florida's got a terrible record. But this line, despite uh, I'm seeing like 80% of bets on ECU, the line's going to USF. USF open laying one. Now they're up to two. This just looks like a fishy number to me, Pritch. Um, Ken Palm's got them losing by one. Our buddy Greg has them actually favored by two and a half. And they're only six and seven at home, but ECU one and five on the road. This just looks fishy to me. It makes no sense why a seven and 17 team is favored mm -hmm. and becoming more of a favorite. So I'm going to be with that fishy number. Give me South Florida in this match. Well, you mentioned that both teams are bad. I mean, there's a lot of red from a metric standpoint with both <laughs> these teams. So, uh, you know, betting this uh, gets dicey for me, though, Josh. But you're, you're following uh, the, the sharp action, though. Yeah, and again, I think, you know, it, to me, one thing someone taught me a really long time ago, and we've talked about this quite a bit, mm -hmm. Pritch, but the premise of if it doesn't make sense. I think a lot yeah. of bettors, when they see something that doesn't make sense, they're just like, wow, the odds makers got it wrong. Uh, the books are totally are clueless on this game. I'm going to go with my gut, my instinct here. But once you start to see these plays and we realize in betting, the better team, the team of the better record, the team of the higher ranking, they don't always win. And again, when you're dealing with spreads, it's not just winning, it's covering. So the fact that South Florida looks disgusting and how can you lay points with a 7-17 and 17 team, don't just say like, hey, I, you know, the odds makers are dumb and I'm smart and I'm going to go ECU. ECU could win outright. Uh, but in this spot, a fishy number that doesn't make sense, I always want to be with the fishy number that doesn't make sense. Tells me people way smarter than me seem to like South Florida. That's why I'm on them tonight, Pritch. Okay, total 129 uh, and that game uh, right there. Uh, some other plays, I mean, the Market Insights podcast, again, you do a great job of diving in and giving great information on, and explaining your plays there too. So uh, I, I thought we had a nice match here uh, in Vegas, uh, VGK uh, and the Avs. 
Uh, I believe you gave out or you thought the Avs could win that one money line situation. It could have been expensive for others. But uh, what about hockey? Uh, where are you going with hockey? Yeah, big win there last night from the Avs. Again, mm -hmm. public was uh, looking at uh, VGK with Jack Eichel coming back. Right. But it was Eichel in, but Stone out, the captain there, that really kind of hurt back them. And goal. the Avs, backup goalie, exactly. And Pritch, big move there to the Avs. So Avs come through for the team last night. A couple games I like tonight. A really gross one, the Buffalo Sabres. Yes, Pritch, we're going to lay a minus number with the terrible Buffalo Sabres. Although they're not as bad as you think, at least recently, a lot of these trades that they've made have gotten some decent parts back. Uh, I like them tonight against Ottawa. Buffalo opened as around a minus 115 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to around minus 125, minus 130. If you look at these uh, home favorites with a line move in their favor, 70% this year, 6% ROI. You'd also match home favorite off a win, opponent off a loss. Uh, that's a 71% system this year. Both missed the playoffs, take the favorite. That's a 68% system this year. And really to, to add to it, uh, Ottawa's got a bunch of injuries. Uh, Thomas Shabbat, their number one D-man is out. Drake Batherson, one of their best forwards is out. I like the Sabres in this spot to get it done. Then if you want to lay a little bit bigger of a price, I like the New York Rangers tonight, Pritch. They're at home against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, big steam move in their favor. The Rangers open as low as like minus 160, minus 170. They've been steamed up to around minus 190. You got a lot of matches here on these home favorites. Home favorites off a win. Uh, home favorites with a line move. Favorite uh, off a win versus opponent off a loss. And really with the Rangers, it's a bet against Detroit. Detroit is one of the worst teams as a dog. 10 and 25. They're 7 and 13 on the road. And their defense, big edge here to the Rangers. They're only giving up 2.5 goals a game. Detroit's giving up 3.5. I'm going to lay the minus 190. Let's go, Rangers. All right. Uh, I like those plays right there. Buffalo, a uh, bad team, minus 125. That one gets interesting a little bit right there. I, I'm tracking hockey a little bit more, Josh. Haven't, uh, I haven't, partake, uh, haven't participated when it comes to betting. Um, but uh, looking forward to maybe doing that in the near future. Well, Pritch, we just need you at your A game when it comes to the playoffs. So, <laughs> okay. Gamble and Lou and I, we're ready. We're just going to kind of one day at a time until we get to the playoffs. But I'll text you a play here and there, Pritch, and I uh, hope you have a great night. Good luck tonight. I'm going to listen to your podcast. I mean, it drops right before the show. But, again, so much great information on, on, with your podcast. Great job today. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Pritch. Have a great night. You too. Good luck uh, on your plays as well. The Edge come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.